the Shattered Order Podcast. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. Hey, we don't serve their kind here. With your hosts, Good night, punk. Doesn't like you. And Rim Killer Inc. I don't like you either. You just watch yourself. We'll want it been. I have the death sentence on 12 systems. I'll be careful. You'll be dead! Looks like Force Awakened characters. We're the first order of business for CG recently. Huh? We'll talk about them, the new Sith character. It came from Reddit, R2D Who, and more on this episode. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the 31st episode of the Shatterer Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Oh, I am sitting here eating some popcorn, drinking some wine, and ready to talk about all the insanely exciting stuff that happened this week as far as updates yeah. and all that good stuff. What about you? I'm sitting here drinking a mimosa and loving life. You know, you know we're both life's always both good got those when you're weird having combos a mimosa. going on. But oh yeah, I know it's not a Sunday afternoon brunch, but uh, yeah. whatever. It's a Friday night at drink. ten o'clock for you, and you're drinking mimosas. Yeah. So well done. Yeah, you know, I really should be staying up all night at this point. Um, why not? Yeah. We'll see what happens. That's kind of your thing, though. You stay up late anyway. Night shift, baby. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Not jealous of that. Couldn't get used to it. The only problem is baby's waking up at 7 a.m. and ruining everything. Yeah, sounds terrible. But what do you mean you want to go to sleep now? No, (laughs) it's time to party. (laughs) Yep, understandable. Well, we got an update this week. Yeah. Thankfully, you, you know, things are starting to pick up again, huh? It is. Yeah, this this update the, the this update I would say is, you know, a uh it was a hell of an update. It was a uh, I would little say a little bit unexpected, I'd say. I, I think that's a pretty big understatement actually. It was uh Yeah, cuz you think like uh I'm like, okay, they're going to announce who the character is. They're going to announce Kylo's mm-hmm. updates, and that'll be it. That's exactly what crap, I thought. A, you know, yep. quarter page update turned into, like, a page and a half. Yep. So. It was an update of we'll, the highest order, or first order, you could say. <laughs> yes. Puns are not discouraged here on the Shadow Order podcast. Oh, no, they're so not. Know. Bad puns, very much <laughs> encouraged. I just talked about kids, so you know I got the dad jokes coming out the wazoo. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, what'd well, the lawyer name his daughter? Uh, I don't know. 
Sue. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> All right, anyways. Yeah. This week's update. Big news. Darth Nihilus is coming to Galaxy of Heroes. So it looks like a lot of people were guessed right. Were guessed right. A lot of people guessed right, and I'm not surprised because they did give some good hints to help people guess, and they were right on the money. Yep. They uh, they gave us an appetizer with that little deal last week, and now they're feeding our uh, KOTOR hunger. Yes, that is for sure. See what I did there? And it's only going to make us more hungry, I have a feeling. That's probably true. I will say this. I'm kind of disappointed it wasn't Korean Jesus, but... <laughs> We can only hope that he'll come in a future update. That's so. a good point. I fully expect <laughs> him to walk on debuffs. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we just run across the screen with water <laughs> splashing beneath his feet. Oh, God. Great. So the end of this, I kind of quoted the first part of the announcement from the update. That was the Darth Nihilus comes to Galaxy of Heroes, dot, dot, dot. But they also put this in the end, and I don't want to get off the topic of Darth Nihilus just yet, but they did say, and in his wake, the dark side continues to stir. I want to read too far into things again and say, I don't think that that's the end of dark side characters this month. Oh, I don't either. Like we had, did, I don't know we if talked we talked about the Kylo rework and we talked about this new character and how that yeah. was enough dark side probably to feed most people, but. Well, I think there might I think still be more. I think we briefly touched on it last week about the possibility of maybe seeing Ambo as a playable character, um, you know, due to the the data mining and, um, well, just yeah, the fact right. that Star stuff. So, yeah, that, uh, I, I think, that I think we'll sweet. see more. I think we're just getting started. Yeah, it's only February 3rd, so. <laughs> That's a good point, Still yeah. a lot of days left. That's true. Well, like we were talking about the Knights of the Old Republic uh, hunger, probably clearing the way for some of these more frequently requested characters like Revan, like a lot of people thought that this guy would be, or Darth Malak, Bastila Shan, Kreia, Kreia. I know I'm probably butchering that and everyone will be mad, but those are some of the bigger names that I've seen mentioned that people wanted. Didn't even mention HK-47 because he's been in there forever, so... Yeah, yep. doors open now. Cool. Just definitely. Well, was, the other part of this, right? The in-game message was different than the update message, and it kind of gives a little bit of a hint, but you still kind of got to think about what it means. But it said, prepare your best squads for the Lord of Hunger event coming this month. So what exactly does that mean? Best squads? You know, I was thinking maybe it meant they were just talking about Okay, does it mean we have to use more than one squad? Is it talking about squads as in all of us have a squad and together they're squads? Or do we need more than one squad to beat this? Is each synergy squad oriented somehow? So let's say, like, are we doing one part with Jedis, one part with Siths, one part with Dark Side? This is really interesting to me. I think if we were doing something like that, I think they would have gave us a little bit more detail on it. But due to the way that they worded it, I kind of think they're talking about everyone's best squad. You know, each person's best squad becoming squads. You know, that's yeah, kind of what I like got from the special operations is. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Where it's bring your best of this. 
yeah. to try to be. You know. I, I really think if they were requiring a specific um, uh, uh, type of character or whatever, uh, they would really let us know. They would say, you know, something in regards to some kind of heads up Jedi or work on Sith or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was a point that we were talking about in discord this week is some people didn't get it because they didn't hear the interview with Jesse the month before Palpatine came out, but it was said there in an interview that to start farming rebels. And if you had done that, you would have been ready for that Palp event. They didn't really say what the, you needed them for, but they said to farm them. So this event's coming in within like two or three weeks. So, you know, they probably would have said that in this update if it were something different. Yep. I think you're right there. Yep. So. We'll see soon. Interesting. I'm excited. Yeah, definitely. Uh, th- this That's whole nice. uh, Krennic and Death this Trooper month, thing. So the Krennic yeah. and Death Trooper thing really got me excited about this because – I thought that was a great way to do an event. You actually get, you get a character unlocked. You may not get him to, you know, seven star or whatever, and that's understandable. That's that's fine. But the fact that they're actually giving us out the characters versus like Chert and Bays, which I don't have either one of those because one I didn't buy him from the shard shop, and two I didn't go from that hard in the um, in the tournaments. Uh, we'll talk about yeah. tournaments maybe a little bit later, but um, it seems maybe they're going away from that a little bit. And if they're going away from that in favor of the death trumer, good lord, the, the <laughs> special death, operations event. Yeah. Ex- yes. Yes. The death trooper. Okay. The crouper event. Uh, I think that's <laughs> I think that's a great idea and a great way to go because everybody loves getting characters. I mean, some people that's their main objective, you know, is just collect characters, and that allows you to collect the characters. You can play with them, figure it out, figure out if they're really worth putting resources into, and all that fun stuff. And I want to talk a little bit about stage two, right? Because we didn't play that before our last podcast, but. It's not like these events are a gimme, right? They do have a little bit of skill, a little bit of RNG, a little bit of luck to them, depending on where you at, where you're at in the game, and how long you've been playing. Where yeah. you at? <laughs> <laughs> but like, let's say that last that last tier or tier four on stage two of the special event or special operations event, where it was Jawas on the first level and then all the bounty hunters on the second level. I can yeah. tell you, on my B account, it took me probably 10 to 15 tries to get that one. And I guarantee that there are people out there that didn't even get it, you know? So it's not like it's totally a gimme on this. Like, and if you couldn't finish that fourth one, you had a two-star Death Trooper or you had a three-star. So it's like, yeah. where did you wind up, you know? It's not a total gimme is what I'm trying to say. So... You're still going to unlock the character, and there are ways to get even better. Yep. Well, but uh, it's e- way better setup to unlock a character, even if it's a star lower than you know someone that's been playing longer got. It's better to do that way 
in my opinion, yep. than to have to reach the top 100 in a tournament. Totally agree. There's only 100 per shard, you know? So. And something I'd like to highlight that you just said is the fact that, like, Death Trooper, you didn't have to beat that very last tier because that last tier was hard for a lot of people. You didn't have to beat that to actually unlock him. He would still unlock at two stars. But if you were yep, able to exactly. beat that last one, you just got the extra star. And even though it's only three star, I think that was that's a pretty good idea. I mean, that's it's. I feel like these events are really well thought out and set up pretty well. So good job. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other part to it is they're fun. So. Oh, oh yeah, they're they're a lot of fun actually. Yep, I agree. I could do with like tier three not being impossible hard or not impossible hard but not at the level tier four is but maybe the same amount of health just the damage reduced reduced a little bit that way you can use the characters a little more because those first two stages you didn't even really they didn't even get a chance to go if you had aoe people right yeah that's true so the only time you really felt like you were playing with the character was on that fourth stage so if they made the third stage have a little more health where you could get a few more turns in there to really use all their abilities, I think that would have been cool too. But otherwise, the whole thing is is really good. Yep. So I'm into it. I like it. Well, um, so we knew Kylo Ren was coming. That update we knew about. They announced that before. What we didn't know was First Order Officer... You can take the Kylo Ren, or you can take... Kylo Ren and this what's behind door A. Which one would you choose? I'll take door A. Oh, well guess what's behind door A. What's behind door A? You get you still get Kylo Ren, but we're also going to throw in first order stormtrooper, first order tie pilot and first order officer. Oh my so, are are you kidding me? Unbelievable. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't choose door B, because that yeah. was the whammy. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the movie 21? 21? Yeah. I don't think so. I've seen 23. Oh. Well, in the <laughs> in the movie 21, they talk about the, uh, the the door game where there's, like, three doors, and the game show host, he, like, removes the door or whatever. Well, and he talks about, like, going home in a goat or whatever. Like, that's basically yes. what happened. Yeah. I didn't exactly. get the go. Like, uh, let's yeah. make a deal. Yeah, same basic <laughs> idea. Yeah, you won. We all won on this one. We did not get the goat. <laughs> so, we really want to go over Kylo Ren, First Order Officer, and Stormtrooper, and Tile Pilot. The changes. We're going to move that to the main topic, but we want to mention it here. Yeah, so, we may um, have a few things to say about one or two of those characters. Mayhaps. Uh, we may even talk about them whenever we talk about arena teams. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. So what about this other thing, though? This tie attack pack they introduced that no one saw coming. Okay. I kind of have mixed feelings. Um, super pricey. twenty nine ninety nine crystals. So mm. roughly $23.00. A little mm-hmm. pricey, but the first pack, you're guaranteed to get a full ship unlock, either the Reaper or the TIE Advanced. So mm-hmm. I think the fact that they actually guarantee a floor 
on at least your first pack. I think that helped a lot of people uh, probably buy into it. I've read quite a yeah, few I, uh, people. I guarantee there's a lot of people called, bought it just because they knew at least with the first one they bought, they were going to unlock the ship. Yep, absolutely. And so I think that was a great decision by uh, EA or CG or, you know, the EACG. We need to come up with a good <laughs> nickname for them combined. Anyway, um, <laughs> like, no, this this was a great idea. It was it was great to actually see the fact that you can actually rely on something. Um, and it seems to be about split 50-50 between whether you get the Reaper or the Advanced. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny. You look at, like, you look on the forums and everyone's getting an Advanced. You look on the Reddit and everyone's getting a Reaper. Yep. It's... Yeah, I don't know if it's just straight 50-50 or a little bit to one way or the other, but it doesn't seem – I don't think you can hedge your bets on one or the other if you buy that pack. Yeah. Well, one thing I do think is interesting is that the Advanced uh, unlocks at 80 blueprints and the Reaper unlocks at, I believe, 50. So if you yeah. get the Reaper unlock, it's the only way to get the Reaper, so that's an advantage – but if you unlock the advanced, you're actually getting an extra star level. So, yeah, it's yeah, that's kind of weird. You yeah. would think if you unlock the Reaper, they would give you thirty extra shards with it, just to even it out, especially at that price point. You know, I agree. I it would should... feel jipped for sure if I got the Reaper over or the tie advanced. I, I kind of think it should be eighty shards, one way or the other. Like you either get eighty Reaper. Okay, yeah. blueprints or tie advanced blueprints. And that was the good, other good part about it, though. If you did buy the first pack and got the tie advanced, if you got already had the tie advanced, didn't convert them to like blueprints because you got the actual ship. That's they're true. actually yep. the blueprints. So if you unlock the tie advanced, but you already had it unlocked, you would still get the eighty shards. It wasn't like. 32 or whatever the number would be. Yep. You know what I mean? That's a good so point. That was at least nice about that because getting 80 shards when you've already got the ship unlocked is a pretty big jump for you. Oh yeah, for sure. So, that's basically a, I mean, that's a whole level basically. Whole another star level. So, yep. Makes sense. Very exciting. Yeah. I, I wanted to mention it at least so people knew about it or what our thoughts on it was. But as I've said, I'm not a ship person at all. So the fact of paying 23 bucks for this, man, no way. Big sidetrack no here. Um, you're not a fan of ships, but where are you at with ships in regards to farming Zetas? Oh, you had to bring that up. I did. So Sorry. you remember how... You know, for three straight podcasts, I got how you farm Zetas wrong. Yeah. Well, that it, apparently it may have stuck been more with podcast than that. <laughs> Maybe I'm shooting low on that number, but I still had it wrong in my head, and I was thinking it was seven five stars this whole time. <laughs> so I've got five ship left with about 20 shards to get to get to my seventh five star, and I went and looked on the challenge day for ability mats, and it said six out of eight done. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So I went and looked at it, and I'm like, well, that really blows, because now 
I have four-star ships. I have a couple four-star ships, but I'm basically working from zero shards or 11, sorry, 11 blueprints or zero blueprints to get that eighth one to five stars. So it's instead of a week, like me almost being done this weekend, it'll probably take me another week. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, that sucks for sure. But you'll get there eventually. Yep. I'm not too worried about it. I know that I'll get there and then it'll be farm mode and all will be well. So cool. I'm okay with it. Yep. Did you get a second one yet? You working on it? Uh, yep. I'm making progress. I think I'm seven out of 20 and, um, I think I know who my next one's going to be, but, uh, we'll save that for later. Oh, don't ruin the surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, bugs. Uh, this was a big fix. Yeah. Especially with the amount of, uh, complaints I'd seen about this in the past. So, um, it's not short trooper, is it? Is it short trooper? Uh, did I write the name wrong name? I was about to ask because I didn't know he did. Death trooper. Death Trooper. There it is. There we go. That's why it's a big fix, because they fixed it real quick. So Death Trooper's days will inflict when it's applied and no longer after the turn. Uh, You know, allowing characters to counter before the days actually takes effect. Yeah, so I haven't heard about this problem with, like, K2SO's days. I don't know if it was, like specific to this character looks like they only fixed it for this character so it must not have been working the way it was supposed to from the start which yeah would be really obnoxious you go and hit someone that's not supposed to counter you after you apply days and they still shoot you back that's real annoying and not knowing when that's going to be fixed is even more annoying but within a week of less than a week of him coming out and being unlocked here we are with his days being fixed. So I thought that was cool that they fixed that so, so Sounds quick. Kind of similar to TIE Fighter Pilot in that, you know, TIE Fighter can get countered, but then get his foresight afterwards, you know? Yeah. Kind of same sort of thing. Just Is that still happening? Did they fix that? Uh, no, that's the way it's set up and supposed to be. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. What can you do? Well, not a lot. <laughs> um, so, I had a quick question for you. Do you think uh, tournaments are a thing of the past, or do you think they're coming back? I don't know, man. It's. I think this question boils down to clients and, and inside-the-engine-type things, because basically... My understanding, or at least guess, is that the reason they're not here is because of all the hacked mod APK packs that people were using to god mode through tournaments Uh and get first, even though they didn't earn it. And uh, I think that unless they can find a way to combat that on their side and know who's cheating when it's happening and not after a tournament, that these won't come back, you know? So it's... Which is fine to me because it, it I didn't particularly love them and I don't I really hate cheaters, so mm-hmm. getting rid of them while people can't cheat and get ahead for nothing 
is great to me. So if yep. they do come back, I'm not going to throw my hands in the air and be pissed, but I am glad that they are gone until they figure out the problem. Yep. If that's the reason they're gone, but that's my assumption on why they're gone. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm assuming too, because uh, that's not really fair. I I still want to see like a big mix super arena type thing, but uh, I'd settle for a guild versus guild arena. That'd be cool. I, I'd be cool. <laughs> I, I think anything so that you can test your teams against teams you don't normally test them against. Like Galactic War is fine with that, but the way. You know, turn meter carries over and cooldowns carry over and everything. That's not really a test of that. Uh, no. Plus, the teams are just random modge podges. Yep. Like, these people would never be together on a team. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A bunch of newbies on there. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it'd be nice if there was some sort of way to actually test your team against other you know, high-quality teams or whatever. Um, and the big thing I miss about tournaments are the rewards. I mean, you could just spend a you know, few thousand ally points, and bam, you're getting these awesome rewards. So that's a little disappointing. But. That brings up another thing, ally coins. So if tournaments don't come back, if we aren't introduced to something to use those on, coming soon i really hope that they do introduce something that i've seen being tossed around the idea of like a 10 pack for uh ally coin packs so that you can spend it 10 at a time instead of the one yeah because on my b account i have seven hundred and fifty thousand ally points jesus and yeah and as far as i've heard or I've seen on Reddit from people that go and spend like 250, 300 at a time, they'll sit there and click that button for like two hours before they run out. God and bless. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'll pass. No, thank you. Yeah, exactly. The idea of doing that on my B account just to get all the shards and everything else that I would get is just, I would have to find a way to build a, a robot that sat and pushed the screen on my computer until it was done, because I would <laughs> yeah. never waste my time doing that. So well, that, a 10-pack, though, that would go through pretty quick, and I would be okay with that. That might be the best thing to come out of tournaments, because now everybody's saving their ally coins for the next tournament just in case. And if they don't bring tournaments back, it's like, well, if you're just going to make them be used for bronze, bronzium again, uh, you know, let us not spend seven days doing that. You're not making any money by us just clicking... Spending all of our time in the game freaking clicking through oh, yeah. those stupid bronzium deals. So give us a that's way to get That's the best argument ever. Yeah. See, I'm, like, try- I'm trying to convince the 300,000 ally coins, and instead of paying money to do anything, I sat and I spent my bronzeums. <laughs> so they either fix it or take the 5K away off the daily. Yep. <laughs> but. That's my thoughts on it. Hey everyone, we're about to get into the Citadel pack, but uh, I just wanted to give a brief public service announcement because we now know the price on it and what you know the drops are and everything on it. So I just wanted to let everybody know kind of what you're going to be looking at if you decide to spend money on the Citadel pack. Um, if you don't get the 30 drop 
drops. Uh, if all you get is the five shards per drop, you're looking at nine hundred and forty dollars to get director critic seven star. Uh, if assuming a five percent drop rate on the thirty shards, which I highly doubt is the case, uh, you'd be looking at seven hundred and fifty dollars basically to get critic to seven star and eight forty to finish getting death trooper to seven star to me that's that's pretty steep um it's great that they gave us the characters for free you know essentially through the events i love that um i think that was a great idea so we can at least decide you know how worth it we think buying these characters are but these prices are awfully steep and I really think the only way that they will listen to us as far as the prices being ridiculous is by not spending your crystals on them. So that's what I'm doing. Um, and I know quite a few others will not be buying it because it's just, it's way too expensive for what you get. So we'll enjoy our, you know, three and four star Death Trooper and Krennic. Uh, and... You know, at least at least now you know what you'd be looking at if you buy it. Uh, don't want people to be unaware of what you may be spending to get them to seven star because it is it's pretty outrageous in our opinion. So buyer beware. And back to the podcast. Well, we got some events coming up this week, which are pretty cool. I'm excited tomorrow or tonight, actually, in about. Three hours. Yeah. Special Operations Stage 4 starts. I'm excited. And so get those last bits of Krennic shards, and mm-hmm. there's that. And then on top of that, according to the wording on the uh, update from last week, the Citadel pack appears after the start of the final tier of the Special Operations event. So I, I'm guessing it'll come halfway through the day tomorrow probably. I guess we'll see. I don't know. But, I mean, it could come a minute after it starts. You never know. Yeah, it could. That's what I mean by this, after the start. It doesn't really have a time on there, so yep. God only knows. And it's the weekend, so they might already have it set to just start when the final tier starts. Who knows? Because I doubt they want to leave someone at work on Saturday to flip the switch. That's a good point. All right, point. go. But that's... It's an interesting pack. I think we talked about it last week. Five shards guaranteed, up to 30 shards. Do you remember how erodiums were? Was it similar to that? Uh, I know it, it, you could I, unlock full characters in them, too. I don't know. But it doesn't sound like you can do that in this, so it makes me wonder if these will be cheaper than the other ones, because at least mm. in an erodium, you had a chance to unlock the character, which means even more shards yeah, that's so. a good question i i don't know i've never bought an erodium so i'm i'm not entirely sure yeah i'm kind of curious i wonder if these will be a little bit cheaper or the same price as erodium because it seems like the chance for shards is a lot lower than erodium was so yeah i guess we shall see and if it's if we go back to the tie attack pack after the first one we were talking about, where you unlock full character, it's four shards or up to 25 shards of them. And for the most part, anyone I've seen that's bought these are getting four of each and yeah. not the any of the bonuses. So I doubt you're going to get the 30 shards very often, 
but you're going to get the five guaranteed every time. So the thirty shards is probably probably has the same drop rate as the ten million credits and credit heist. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we get it once in a blue moon. Yeah. Or never. Along with special but. operation. Yeah. Well, I got it once. So. Oh really? That was two weeks ago. I was happy with it. Wow. But nice. guess what the next one was? One and a half. 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, of course it is. I've had two and a half every single time besides once I believe I got five. This week I got five and 1.5. Yeah. The five I, was first, and I'm like, oh, sweet. It's going to be a good week, and there's like 1.5. I'm like, oh, okay. I've that's never had the 1.5. Well, that's good. At least you haven't been disappointed knowing that's that most true. people get 2.5 that's true yeah <laughs> so a battles this weekend indoor on saturday which takes sith and droids i will be okay there jaku sunday night sisters and jawa be okay there too so yep give me some more of them uh omegas i can add throw it onto my pile i think i'm at like 130 what <laughs> yeah, I know. Bro, How? I have a like this bottleneck that goes on with me where I have no purple ability mats, so I can't even get to the Omegas <laughs> half the time. I've got like so, um, five or six hundred purples, I think. I think I'm right now at 150. So, but I there was a point where I was always at zero. And used them as I got them. So it's like I started saving them up because I never had them for the characters I wanted when I needed them because I kept using them on all the crappy ones. Yep. So I will use the Omegas when I need them. Like usually I'll bring a, bring a guy up from seven stars to 85 and then level up all his yep. abilities. And I, depending on who I do and when I do them, I want to have all those purples and Omegas there rather than spent. So. I'm kind of the same way. It's I was over. up to 31, and then there was this update, and I may or may not have spent 15 on a character that they updated. But you know. I just spent 15 on Boba, so I understand. That's a good investment. Yeah, and it's always nice to have them and not have to wait for them. So. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Not to mention, um, my eyes were set towards farming Zetas starting this week. And I know you need a lot of Omegas for that, too. So, yeah, that was the other part, too. Yep. Seems like they need either 13 or 16 seems to be a pretty common number, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think you're right. So on Monday, after Omega Battles and Special Operations starts, droids fight back. Woo! So excited. Actually, I think that's but it's Sunday, isn't it? Is it? Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's Friday the 3rd. Yeah, so Sunday. Super Bowl, oh, Super Bowl Sunday. Sunday. So, you know, if you're not into football, you got droids fight back. If you're like <laughs> me, you won't even touch it. So Yeah, that's no kidding. Not that I won't want to. I probably won't be able to. Due to the alcohol, I'm assuming. <laughs> you got it. Inebriation, we'll call it. <laughs> Ooh, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Not judging. I'm, I'm okay with it. I am a former sailor, so the drunken sailor thing still fits. Touche. Understandable. 
February 11th, so next Friday, yeah. Ground War. Salt Battles Ground War. Battle Separatists with Ugna, Ewoks, and or Resistance characters. So, pro- probably won't be involved with that one myself, but I know a lot of people are excited for it, so uh-huh. that'll be cool. And, got a few, got, yeah, we'll just say this here since, and keep it from the, it came from Reddit section, but Ground War had a nice little surprise from Capgasp, and it actually rewards General Grievous shards. And laugh if you remember last week we said it yeah. wasn't going to because yep. they hadn't updated it, but apparently he talked to someone, got it approved, and threw it in there before it got put out. So you can get your General Grievous shards. Very exciting. Yeah, pretty Actually, sweet. I don't care, but I'm sure well, someone finds here's it the thing, exciting. Right? For the people farming him, and they're doing this for the first time and are guaranteed those shards, that's yep. a lot of shard shop currency you don't have to spend. So uh, That is very true. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah. Did not think of it that way. I currently have zero General Grievous shards, so it's a whatever for me, but someday I'll probably farm him after he finally gets reworked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Because holy crap, you spend so much to get that dude to seven stars, and he's so underwhelming. Why would I even try? Yep. That is totally true. Uh, you know what droid I would like to get? I bet you can guess. Uh, droid Echo. <laughs> K2SO? Uh, you're close. I'll give you a hint. It's an astromech. Uh, R2D who? 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 Huh? What? Exactly. R2D2. So apparently this there was crazy. a data mine uh, that was on Reddit kind of floating around. They added some actual abilities regarding R2D2. Uh, so I'm going to run through this list of description and abilities that they added for R2. Uh, you know, as the devs always say, this is all subject to change. You never know what's going to happen. If it's yada, not yada, live, yada. it might never come, blah, yeah. blah, blah. All that crap. To this, but we want to we'll be excited and we want to share our excitement, so that's what we're going to do. Yeah, because, you know, Imbo, as we've seen, might have an event soon, Ooh. which would introduce him. So That's true. You're putting abilities on R2-D2, maybe uh, he will come soon. I'm telling you, March is going to be droid month. Just wait. I totally just March came up with that, droids. but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. The, the droids will be you marching. Told me just now. You literally told me just now. <laughs> yes, I did. All right, so apparently R2-D2 is a versatile support droid that protects allies by improving both their buffs and debuffs. So, by improving debuffs, what do you mean? Well, let's get to that. His basic... I assume not on yourself. Do what? Be weird. I assume not on yourself, uh, but on well, your enemies. You never know. You this never dot know. is two times more powerful on me. Thanks, R2. It, it could be. Go. Or half as powerful. Hey. Ah. Okay, that would be an improvement. You're right. No, ah. I see what you're going yeah. Okay. So his basic is called Electroshock uh, uh, Electroshock Prod, like, you know, 
like cattle prod, like. (laughs) How was that again? uh, Just, you know, hit the little back 15 second rewind deal and you can listen to it again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Deal physical damage to target enemy with a 60% chance to stun for one turn. Love that. That's awesome. Another stun character. Special number one, smoke screen. All allies gain evasion up for two turns with a 55% chance to also gain foresight. R2 gains 35% trademark. Nope, I'm sorry, I meant TM. Turn meter. This Damn autocorrect. Our stupid <laughs> thing. I, I'm like Ron Burgundy, Jesus. Uh, special two. <laughs> I was wondering why you said that. <laughs> I'm like, Terminator? <laughs> what? Uh, um, special 2 is Burger? called... <laughs> oh, Anyways, we're off special 2. Improvise. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Um, deal <laughs> special damage to all enemies and inflict damage over time for four turns. This attack can't be evaded. So That's pretty gnarly. That's... Four turns of dots? Yeah, and it can be evaded. So, so mm-hmm. I believe that's one of the ones that potency don't really matter too much on. Right. Which is pretty legit. Um, he has two uniques. His first one is combat analysis. All enemies have negative 20% tenacity and lose 10% turn meter the first time they suffer a negative status effect each turn. Nice. Get a, but that's awesome for a droid team. Oh yeah, that right there, yep. that unique. Since they put out so many uh, negative know, debuffs on the enemy team, yeah, heck yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. And then unique two is number crunch. The first time an ally gains a positive status effect each turn, they also gain fifteen percent turn meter. So. You can have somebody gain, you know, gain a buff and then attack, and then on their next turn they can still gain the fifteen percent turn meter again, so long as they get another buff, which is mm-hmm. that's that's kind of interesting. I'll be uh, I'll be curious kind to of see how that turns out. You know, assuming this actually turns out, and you know, the disclaimer crap. It's kind of unclear too, like depending on how many buffs you get. Is it 15% turn meter per buff or just, well, one time 15%, you know? Because uh, this one doesn't I, say well, the first time. No, no, it does say the first time. Yeah, that's what I was Okay, say. so it is once. Yeah. Yep. Ignore me. Now I see it. Yep, so 15% turn meter if you get a buff. That's pretty sweet. Embrace your inner you like a- burgundy. Read. Read the script. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Everything's getting so blurry. Damn mimosas. <laughs> No, but the, uh, so my thought with this was, you know, it might mean he's coming or it might mean that they actually upgraded him and that this is just what the character will do on those levels that R2's in, in the game. Yeah. So I I don't know. Um, I kind of feel like if this was just them updating him, I, I mean, why would it be any different than what we've seen before? Like, why would they need to spell out the description of each thing? Right, and why would why would he get it and not anyone else? Exactly. Like, you know, so. 
Okay, so if we do quick, see this, sorry. So if we do see this happening with these characters and them, the, them later getting released, that's definitely something we can look for through each uh, data mine. You know, hey, maybe this guy's going to come soon. He just got a bunch of abilities. I have a thought. Um, so we have droids fight back coming soon. That will give you mm-hmm. Jawa shards. Mm-hmm. What if they're giving us Jawa shards, giving us a hint as to R2 that's coming next month in which you'll need Jawas to unlock? Well, that would be baller. I like it. So we got Nihilus this month. Next month they can uh, release R2-D2. And uh, let's just keep rolling through the months this year with a character event. I'd be okay with that. That'd, that'd be pretty awesome. And then April, <laughs> you'd have to release something ape-looking like, so like maybe a real Chewbacca or um, give, some give other Give me that Wookie. white thing from uh, Rogue One. The white thing? Oh, um, the thing that looks like Chewbacca, but it was white? I don't remember Those that. Those things were cool. Uh, look it up. I don't remember the name of it. I, I was actually thinking the... Uh, Oh, the the dude that uh, Luke has to escape from in Return of the Jedi, or not Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, the uh, the the white the the thing that looks like the thing that Tom's has on? its tooth pulled by the little guy in Rudolph, like the Ice Man, what Tauntaun? No, the Tauntaun's the thing Luke's riding. The thing that kills his tauntaun. Oh, okay. Uh, You're right. The tauntaun is the thing he's right. I don't know what the hell that thing is called. I don't know. I don't remember. It has the name, and if I heard it, I'd know it. I don't know why you said Rudolph. I'm so confused. (laughs) No, I think that's what threw me off. I'm like, dude, maybe we should stop now and start over tomorrow. And okay, so uh, where you brought me down this road? So in Rudolph, the dentist that wasn't out. Right. Right. That goes and pulls the tooth of the big white furry thing. That is the same thing from The Empire Strikes Back. Come on. Is it the same exact thing? It's got to be. Are you kidding me? Come on. I think think you're on something. All right. I saw where you went. Now we're on the same page. Now let's talk about what came from Reddit this week. (laughs) Let's do that. Cap gasp. So we talked about Nihilus, but here's the good news. In case it wasn't clear, Nihilus event is not going to be a tournament. Yay! And there was much rejoicing, thank God. And let's see. No to AMAs. He was, someone asked about developer AMAs. He said that uh, those probably wouldn't happen because too many questions would be asked that weren't allowed to be answered. Yep. Which, you know, that makes sense. But, you know, have you ever read an AMA on Reddit? I have. There are so many questions that don't get answered anyway. I feel like just answer this might what you be the want. biggest thing. Yeah, this might be the biggest thing to happen on our subreddit. And there'd be enough questions that he could answer or whoever did it could answer the ones they can and be good with that, you know? Yep. So. Totally agree. Oh, and another one. Someone mentioned mod packs. Without tournaments, would mod packs come back? Because... You know, when mods packs are there during tournaments, a lot of people like to buy them because they do give out some really good stuff. And he said, obviously, that wasn't his department because he's the events guy, but he said he's going to 
talk to the right people about it, see maybe they can figure that out. So maybe mod packs will come back, which would be fine. They're not too terribly expensive, and you can get some good stuff out of there. So. Yep. And just a PSA, if you haven't touched mod shipments, go in there. Uh, over the past two weeks, I've been farming mod shipments like crazy. And the best part about it is it's only 15 crystals to refresh. So uh-huh. if you refresh that thing five times, you're, you know, spending less than 100 crystals. And the odds of a good something good showing up in there is pretty good. So yep. that's where I've been farming my mods. And I have got some really damn good ones in the past two weeks. So I'm a bit of an addict for you know, refreshing that thing, I have to admit. I can sit and press that refresh button in the mod shipments all day. So, I have to, like, sometimes I have to stop myself. One day I figured out there's actually a cap on the number of times you can refresh it. I think yeah, you were saying that. Yeah. That was a rough day for my crystals. <laughs> well, hopefully it was a good day for your mods. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but it's usually, it, like, it usually turns out good, but that day, no, not so much. Yeah, that's probably know. why you kept clicking it. Yeah, probably. Conduit was on uh, Reddit a little bit more this week, had a couple comments. He was talking about uh, the Finn. People were posting their Finn resistance teams in the heroic tank takedown and how they're getting couple million in phase two using a whole resistance fin led team and uh but there's a bug i can't i forgot to look up what the exact bug was before the podcast but there's a bug where you get turn meter if someone that's exposed is hit with the expose Hmm. or hit for damage but if they die off the initial hit in the, I can't remember. I don't want to explain it wrong. But basically, there's something wrong with Expose and how it works where if you hit a guy a certain way, it won't give the turn meter to the team. So uh, Conduit said he knew about it, and they're looking into that as soon as they can because that is one of the coolest things we were talking about with when we were talking about the Finn rework was that there are a lot of people that put out the Exposes Yep. And those exposes can give a lot of turn meter. So without that extra bit there, you're missing out even more damage. So if they're already awesome in phase two, fixing that will make them even better. Uh-huh. So. Yep. Also was mentioned about the Anakin quote-unquote bug that everyone talks about where the multiple exposes show up. And he said that it's not a priority to fix because it's basically – working the same way as it did before only instead of showing one debuff for the multiple exposes it's showing all of them so it's low on their fix list but even the fix will just be to make it show once instead of three times you know and do the exact same thing i'm glad you just said that because i have a serious suggestion for the devs which they're probably not listening but i'm going to suggest it anyway uh with Characters like Vader and all these, you know, damage over times that show up and everything. Why in the world can we not get, like, a one damage over time that has, like, a two above it? A number next to it? Because yeah. when you have all these debuffs, it is such a pain to look through. Just, ugh, it's miserable. 
Um, well, here's another a better example of why they should fix that too. In ship arena, if you got if there, there's a certain camera angle, if you're looking at the other people's ships, if if the so you got the three in the front, yeah. back, and the two in the front. If the one in the far going. far back is the one you want to click on, and the mm-hmm. one in the front in the back has a bunch of debuffs, you cannot click it. It's yep. physically impossible, and it drives me insane. So they need to find a way to either fix these buffs and the way they show up in the game. Like, I like your idea with the number of them or, you know, make them smaller, adjust the camera angle and ships, whatever. I don't care, but fix it because it's, it's so frustrating when you have a ship with red health that you have clicked off of and you want to click back on to kill it, but you have to go after the ship with, protection that's green and that ship then shoots you you know drives me insane it's frustrating as hell so moving off that we're going to talk about kylo and the first order but before we do that they kind of updated the all of them right well one of the updates and this is i have to quote conduit on this because it made me laugh but anyways, the first order stormtrooper ability hindering shots <laughs> was changed to read damage. So the omega for the hindering shots on first order stormtrooper reads damage plus fifteen percent and dispel all debuffs from the target if first order stormtrooper has advantage. <laughs> so if you're, if you're hearing that correctly, yes, it would dispel all your debuffs off your opponent. That's what it says. And Conduit's comment to that uh, was, oh boy, infinite shame upon my house. But yeah, luckily that's a typo. It does what you think it should do, instead of being terrible. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for letting us know that, because holy moly. So I have to say, I don't know if... I've seen two things on Reddit this week that were amazing. That was one, and I also heard something about... These dark side Jawas. Oh God! Why would you? Why would you bring that up? I was like, "What else happened on Reddit this week?" Look, I was drunk and I was tired. So if you don't know what happened, you can go search my Reddit history. But I posted a post on right after Stage Three started, and uh, it was all dark side for Stage Three. So. I plan on using my droid team, and I went in there, and I pulled out HK-88 and 86, and I couldn't find my freaking Jawas anywhere. <laughs> and so I'm like, whatever. I used Palpatine and Phasma, and I finished it, and then I went to Reddit immediately, and I'm like, hey, did anyone else's Jawas not show up? <laughs> and then I went to bed, and then I woke uh... up, and I read the comments, and I was like, man, I wish I had deleted that immediately. <laughs> I like how the one guy on there was like, uh, "Don't you, you know? Don't you do a podcast on this game? Like, shouldn't shouldn't you know that? Like, yeah, it was hilarious. Don't you uh, host the Shadowrunner podcast? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Uh, that was too funny. Well, now that that's out of the way, I know well, you want to talk, talk about, about that. So, I didn't expect to, but. We did it anyway. Well. Infinite shame upon my house. <laughs> yes, yes. Much, much shame on your house. 
No doubt about it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, so on to Kylo Ren. They did a pretty good update on him. Um, we've kind of debated this back and forth like crazy in Discord as far as is Kylo Ren any good? Does he suck? What's the deal with Kylo now? Um, what I'm going to do real quick is kind of run through his abilities and tell you <laughs> what they are now. And then um, we'll just kind of go from there. Uh, his basic is right cut. Um, his Omega upgrade now grants an additional uh, healing immunity chance, an additional 15% healing immunity chance, and debuff duration in addition to uh, the plus 15% damage. Lash out, which is a, which is his AOE that gives himself retribution. It now grants turn meter to any allies with advantage as well as any First Order allies. The Omega upgrade now grants an additional turn of retribution in addition to 15% damage. Outrage, which is his uh, second special, it now inflicts stun while Kylo has full health and it deals bonus damage while he is below full health. Before that was whenever he was under 50% health. And then, yeah, that's a huge upgrade. <laughs> yes. And an even bigger upgrade is the Zeta ability for that ability. Uh, it adds 15% more damage and he recovers protection equal to the damage dealt. We're going to get into that a little bit later, but that is, that's a game changer, I think. And the, the awesome part of, about all these abilities, and I don't think it's mentioned in the changes to him, but it's important to remember that he has a 50% chance every time he's damaged to reduce all his cooldowns uh-huh. or to reset all his cooldowns. So yep. whatever the number on the, whatever the number on the cooldowns is, it can instantly become zero yep. if he gets hit. And on all these AOE teams, it's a oh, pretty yeah. good chance for him to refresh it. So Lash Out or Outrage, his two specials with the cooldowns, could be used a lot more often, and they are pretty dang good now. I think the one problem is when he's on defense and the AI is using him, I think he will always use Lash Out whenever it's available, so he will always be doing the AOE, which might mm-hmm. kind of take away from the Zeta on Outrage when you're on defense because he won't be doing it near as often. But on offense, uh, well, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Next, his unique. um, His unique now grants Kylo uh, stacking offense and defense whenever he takes damage. It's plus 50% defense and plus 15% offense. Uh, It greatly reduces the damage he takes from percent health damage effects, such as damage over time, exposed, death mark, etc., um, and it also grants Kylo stacking speed for each debuff on him. Each debuff that he has on him accounts for plus 10 speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good. Especially uh, when you start getting into the teams you might face with him. Oh, yeah. So, 
I remember Kylo Ren was one of your biggest regrets uh, when we did our top, you know, farming regrets. Uh, where are you at now with him? How, how are you feeling? Well, I should also say this last one. Omega upgrade now inflicts Kylo with damage over time for two turns whenever he uses a special ability. So. Oh, yes, I did. Yes. Sorry, I'm So if that. he's refreshed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of popped on the second page of our notes here. But yep. the. Um, like we were saying with his specials refreshing so often and you using them more often, he now can give himself a, bu- a debuff. So a damage over time every time he uses them which would in turn give him 10 more speed while he takes a ton less damage from it. So he's stacking himself with speed with each damage or special ability he does. I love it, man. I I think this is awesome. Now, I don't face a lot of Vader teams or Zader teams, if you want to call them, which is kind of like the meta right now. But this definitely looks like they turned Kylo into the Zader Buster. I, you know what I mean? Uh, another point about the damage over time that he gives himself is another part of his unique is the 50% chance to reset all of his specials when he takes any damage. So oh, damn, I didn't think, think about that either. That's when, when that damage over tip. time does any damage, there's a chance to yeah, get those so, abilities reset. So beginning of his turn, it takes fifty percent chance to reset them. That's mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, I only thought about the speed with the damage over time, but that is an extra definite added perk there too. That's yep. crazy. And yeah, he, I like it. I really like this change. I do too. I'm I'm impressed. Uh, so he was one of those. Whenever I heard about he was getting a rework. I've been so thrilled with all the reworks lately that I was like, all right, I'm going to start saving gear. Um, I kind of want to start gearing Kylo, but I'm like, I'm going to hold off. I'm going to wait. And then I didn't wait. I went ahead and threw a stun gun on him and took him to gear, uh, took him from gear eight to gear nine because he was just lacking that stun gun. And um, so I've been working on getting him through gear nine. Up until today, he was halfway through gear nine. Um, mm-hmm. Just before we started recording the podcast, it took him to gear ten. But he was doing awesome. some pretty awesome damage. I'm using him in my arena team already. Uh, I've the main staples on my arena team have been Boba, uh, Jedi Knight Anakin, and Stormtrooper Han. Kylo Ren is now one of those staples. Um, and then I've kind of been mixing that last spot between TIE Fighter, Pilot, Old Ben, and Poe. And, man, Kylo It's not a bad some... percentage for their reworks in your arena team. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's no kidding. I mean... Right? Yeah. They're doing good, man. <laughs> I, mean, I like them. 60% of it's my exciting. teams. It's exciting. Yep. No. exciting to see when they say hey this guy's gonna be reworked so now it's like all right what's he gonna do what now, crazy things is this guy gonna do now no kylo is not he doesn't have just the overall awesomeness of boba no but see he's a, yeah 
he's tanky. He's got a ton of health. I think whenever he's maxed, he's sitting close to 50,000 total HP before mods. That much health on an attacker is... I mean, there's not many of them. I think Death Trooper has close, you know, around there, but there are not very mm-hmm. many attackers that have that much health. So he has great health. He's awesome under that Boba lead. I'm really loving it because he, ex- he has the extra 10% crit chance and the 50% crit damage, which is going to make that Zeta ability that much better. Um, there have been a lot of times that I use his Outrage, and it'll... I've had it hit for 60k, 40k, uh, hits for 30 pretty often. Um, so, I mean, that's basically completely rehealing his protection whenever he uses it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, for sure. If it didn't, and there'd that, be some crazy mods out there. And that was only at halfway through gear 9. So, right now that you we, got him gear 10, you'll get the real. Uh, Real yep. test tomorrow to see how he's really doing. Yep, I can't wait. Uh, so, like, literally right before we... Actually, uh, you were the last one to give me the last piece of gear I needed so I could take him to gear 10, and I did that right before we started recording. So, yep. I really haven't even got to use him yet, but I'm totally excited to see what he can actually do. Because with the gear I had added, like, I think 300... Uh, 300... Uh, physical damage and probably seven no 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 it was more than that it was like 10k protection yeah it was 10,000 protection uh he went from like 20 20 right at 21 to like 30,800 or something um dang so yeah i'm totally excited to use him because he's got over 50,000 total health and he does some really good damage I would ask how hard it was to get him to gear 10, but it sounds like you were almost there anyway. You probably don't know too much what what was left there. I don't remember what, what all was in gear 8, but I know he required a stun gun. He required a lot of those MK3, uh, more of the Carboni sensor arrays. Uh, he took, I, yeah. think, I think, four of those, and then he needed the you know stun cuff with the other piece. To make the uh, you know the plus hundred physical damage piece. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think what else. I think those were the biggest things getting him to gear nine. Uh, scanner, a um, Nubian design tech. Scanners, I love scanners. Those are the easiest ones to make. Yeah, I've so got. If like, when I hear that, I'm happy about that. Well, and I have so much, so much salvage for it anyway. Uh-huh. Me too. I've got 600 salvage for those. I've got like 15 for the Nubian Dude, design, design tech. tech. Why don't, why? Uh, that drives it, me nuts. It, this is why we go back, talk about before where some of these things don't drop like the others. Like how can I have <laughs> 600, 600 of those and no Nubian design tech? My mind just went Try. back to Sesame street. One of these things doesn't drop like the other. One of these things just <laughs> doesn't. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> it's frustrating. It really is. I I know they say the drop rate the drop rate is supposed to be the same. I would bet just about anything to say uh, no. There's 
there's some funky code in there or something that just makes you get the same damn thing over and over and over, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, because I have tons of furnace. I have tons of the uh, speaker boxes or whatever you, they're not called. I don't have a ton of droid colors, and I definitely have no Nubian tech. So yeah. I don't know what the jo- what's with the drop rate or how it works, but... I'm getting some things way more than others. Yep. I I mean, I get those scanners probably. Scanner, oh, that's what's the... Yeah, probably three out of four raids. It's it's ridiculous. It drives mm-hmm. me crazy. I remember I got uh, something different two raids in a row, and I was ecstatic. Like, it was... Yeah. Yeah, because when you open your raid rewards and you see scanners, it's like the worst feeling in the world. Like, Really? Damn it, now I'm going to wait a few days to see if I can get these design tech to yep. actually finish this thing. Yep. But other than that, like I say, it's not too bad gearing. Gear 10 seems to be a little bit rough. It's a bunch of new gear that was you know, associated with the tank raid. So that's going to be a little bit tough. may take a little while, but um, he's going to get my next Zeta. I plan on using nice. him in our next uh, heroic tank raid. I'm going to try using him in Phase 1 with a Boba Lee, Jedi Knight, Anakin, Ahsoka, and Qui-Gon Jinn. I'm kind of excited to see how that goes. Uh, I think I'll be able to get... That'll be interesting. Yeah, I think I'll be able to get pretty good damage output because, like I said, Kylo does a ton of damage and um, offense up from Anakin and all that good stuff. It should it should work out well, I'm hoping. We'll see. Um, so I Wait may for the update back. next week. I'm going <laughs> to, well, what I'm going to try to do is we do our raids on Sunday. Uh, I'm going to try to record it because this is something we've kind of been talking about a lot in Discord and on Reddit. I'm going to try to get a video of it so we can see exactly how well it does. Sounds good to me, man. What about the other guys? What well, about these other First Order peeps? I know they didn't touch Phasma, which is fine. Because she didn't Phasma it. on her own was always good. So And she, she got really that Zeta upgrade on her leader ability, which kind of, that was good enough, I think. Yeah, what did it make it to? It was like 60% chance to call in and assist. Yep, and gave them potency like and removed the uh, negative, you know, 15% damage part, so... Nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yep. Not it's funny you don't show. ever hear. She was always a a arena leader that everyone used, but oh, you yeah. never in, hear anyone talk about that uh, that Zeta at all. Yeah, that's a good point. It's kind of bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, because it's not her leader ability isn't first order only. You know, the number doesn't drop. Yep. If they're not a first order, right? It just used to give advantage to first order people, right? I think. Uh, so. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember that part of it. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it's still a damn good leader ability, it's and it great. can work for everyone. So yep. I just, I'm just kind of surprised you never hear about it. Yeah. People probably think old meta. Not worth wasting, but and who knows? I, I really think that leader abilities are probably the way to go with Zetas just because the number of characters they affect. It's yeah. you know, a lot greater than just putting a single Zeta on Kylo or Boba or whatever. But um 
I don't know. I like finding characters I like and just making them awesome. So that's why I'm going. That's why I went Boba, and that's why I'm going Kylo next. So, but I yep. would, sounds I would good, man. Advise people towards the uh, leader abilities primarily. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's get on to the rest of these uh, first order characters. Uh, sounds good. First order officer. His marching orders, it now affects a targeted ally instead of being completely random. So it's like Jen or so and some of the ship abilities where you actually get to select which ally it benefits. His which Omega- is always nice. Oh, yeah, it's great. And the Omega what? Um, his Omega now dispels all debuffs from self and target ally as well as grants them tenacity up for two turns, uh, you know, in addition to the removing debuffs and everything. And it also reduces the cooldown by one. Damn. Not bad. I like dispels. Dispels are always good. Dispels are amazing, yep. And then uh, his pinning shot ability... The cooldowns reduced by one, and the Omega now reduces the cooldowns of all First Order allies by one, and adds 30% turn meter reduction chance in addition to uh, 15% damage. That's weird. That doesn't make much sense to me. I'll have to look that up. Look that up, because... Yeah. Keep going. I'm going to look that up because I'm curious what that actually means. Yep, me too. All right. First order of Stormtrooper. He's finally an actual tank. Uh, his shinder, shinder, his hindering shot ability. The Omega now dispels all buffs from target enemy if Stormtrooper has advantage in addition to an additional 15% damage. The Order Relentless ability now grants all allies turn meter and grants first order stormtrooper taunt for two turns taunt yeah crazy it's crazy it's about time what's his health like that's a good question why don't you look that up while you're at it (laughs) i'll keep looking up things (laughs) Uh, that's pretty good actually i can look up stormtrooper real quick um so his, his health is 26,400 and his protection is 25,300. So 50,000 before mods, which isn't terrible. No, that's pretty good. I and he is say. a tank, so he was always a tank, but never really with a taunt. So now he's got that taunt. That's yep. good. Um, and the Omega now dispels all debuffs from Stormtrooper. On that ability. Uh, His return fire ability. Has a Zeta. Uh, Whenever first order stormtrooper uses any ability. He has a 50% chance to call an assist. Dealing 50% 50%, uh, damage. Unless they are first order. Then it grants them advantage for two turns. If they're, you know, first order. Nice. Gotta hope that made so sense. Call every, yeah, so every time he uses an ability, he calls an assist. And 
The assist deals 50% damage, and if they're first order, then it grants them advantage for two turns also. Yes, exactly. So, uh, not shabby. First order of TIE pilot got some pretty big improvements as well. Well, going back to first order oh. officer, that pinning shot. So apparently it used to deal damage to the target enemy and remove 20% turn meter, but now it'll deal physical damage to the enemy and remove 50% turn meter. So that's Very what nice. the third... Okay. Because the way cool. that was worded in the notes, it sounded like it was. It sounded like a buff, like a buff you put on all your guys that made it so every turn, yes, they shot. It would take thirty percent turn meter. No, it's like a straight. He shoots them. That takes fifty percent turn meter. So nice. that that makes more sense. Well, um, now that that's cleared up, uh, <laughs> first order tie pilot. His double tap, which is his basic. Uh, 5% additional multi-attack chance, and the Omega now grants advantage for two turns if the second attack scores a critical hit. That's crazy. Which, if he's modded right, he should crit quite often. Yeah, um, definitely. It's a bigger chance. Gun down. Yeah. Uh, gun down, which is his special ability. Uh, the cooldown has been reduced by one, and the Omega upgrade now inflicts buff immunity for two turns if uh, TIE Pilot has advantage, in addition to an additional 15% damage. Hmm. That's pretty cool. I like that. Everybody likes buff immunity and another way to get it. Yep. A way to get it on a first order team without having to add something not first order oh, yeah. to the team is well, Definitely. We we know how you are about those synergies, so uh, I love I, me some synergy. I know that probably makes you quite happy. I know it does. This whole this whole rework resistance a month ago and now first order. Yeah, I see something happening before my eyes, and I really like it. Yep. And his last ability, which is keen eye, which is his unique ability. Uh, it now triggers whenever an enemy falls below full health instead of 50% health. And his new Zeta ability for that adds an additional 15% critical chance and an additional 10% crit damage. And the First Order TIE pilot has a 70% chance to gain foresight for two turns each time he loses advantage. Which I'm assuming means if he has advantage and attacks... He then has a 70% chance to gain foresight because he just lost advantage. Pretty much. And that means with all the chances he gets, he has to get advantage, there's a lot of chances to get foresight. Yep. So this is kind of like, it's not as good a chance for foresight as Ray, but pretty damn good up there. Well, he's about like the regular TIE fighter pilot now. Yeah. For sure. So everyone that had hard-noted this guy to seven stars, he just got a definite big upgrade. So Yeah, no kidding. Makes that long road worth it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think these guys all together, hopefully we'll see some videos this week on Reddit of these guys together or on YouTube. Oh, that'd be cool. Because I'm pretty interested to see how these guys are what they're pulling now with all these upgrades. Yep. 
Speaking of YouTube, uh, this weekend I'm going to try to get a few videos out of my arena team and just using Kylo in general so people can kind of see what he does. Because, hmm. like I said, I'm I'm so excited about him. I think he's I think he's awesome. Um, a lot of people don't agree with me, and that's perfectly fine. But I think he's fantastic. Uh, like I said, not as good as the Boba rework, but I think he's on par with the Anakin rework. I, like I said, I still use Anakin too. I think he's awesome. But man, Kylo, he's the yeah, retribution he lasts in two turns. The buffs he gets. The you know you put Zetas the on speed, him for sure. the, the dots sp- that he gives himself, the chance to reset all his cooldowns every turn yep. from his own dots. There's just a lot of things work, a lot of working parts there, oh, and yeah. it makes him a lot more interesting. He, and he doesn't hit like a wet noodle anymore. Yep, that's like, true. It's not top end, but it's definitely. Uh, What's the word? Competitive now? Yep. Compared to what it was? So he's not a liability if you put him in your team with all this stuff. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how people use him. Uh, I think he's going to be usable in raids now. Uh, I already mentioned my plan for him in Phase 1. I think like a Phasma lead with Kylo in Phase you know, 2 through 4 could be really interesting. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to get as much damage as possible in and the number of times you attack don't really matter as much. But I think in phase one, you know, I don't know if I'd use Phasma lead with him just because you'll be getting those extra attacks on Grievous and it might not be optimal damage, which is kind of the idea there. Right. But, uh, like I said, using him in arena, hopefully to, hoping to get max soon. Uh, if... Other people out there haven't maxed, you know, let us know. Tell us what kind of um, stuff you're getting as far as damage output and everything with him and what kind of teams you're using him with because I think he has a lot of synergy. I think it will work really well with the Boba lead, obviously, but I'm sure there are a lot of other ideas out there that I haven't even thought of that someone else probably has, and I would be really interested to see what those are. That's the great thing, right? With these reworks or with new characters, when even when the news is slow, you can watch these videos of these theory crafters coming up with great teams for these guys. And oh, yeah, I enjoy seeing them all yep, and emulating. Too. So it'd be cool, it'd be nice to see. Heck yeah, yep. Well, that's pretty much it for uh, everything this week. I say that's pretty much it, as if there wasn't much, but damn, dude, they they did really good with that update this week. So hopefully next week we can hear some more about the Nihilus event, yeah, and we can talk about sure. that, because when Special Operations end, that's the next big event to me that's coming up, and that'll be real cool. Besides maybe the Ground Assault, which will come next weekend, so people can we can talk a little bit about that. Yep. So cool well, sweet well thanks everyone for listening we appreciate it as always and if you have anything any feedback for us we'll be posting a link to the show on reddit and comment on the reddit about what uh anything you want to hear anything you didn't like 
whatever. Doesn't matter. We like feedback. So head to iTunes, give us some reviews on there if you can. Be nice to get our, the word out, get more people listening. And uh, yeah, we just really appreciate you listening. If you made it this far, you're dedicated. I don't know how. But yeah, good job. <laughs> so cool. Anything else? Uh, no, no, not not really. Um, other than I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I was about to say, go Falcons. I don't give a shit. Whoever. <laughs> I just hate the Patriots. So whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, everybody, enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the commercials. Don't drink too much. Drive safe or don't drive if you're drinking. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, all that good stuff. Um, And we will catch you back here next week. All righty, later. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.